Hi, this is Kathleen. And this is Eric. And this is episode 85 of Thriftycast. It took us so long this time to come out with a new one. Oh my god, it was not our intention. It never is. Well, and I mean, it's actually been kind of a rare thing that we've been in the same place at the same time. So um, what's happening now is that I'm visiting Chicago for the weekend. So, um, I was supposed to be visiting Eric, but it didn't work out. And I gotta be honest, it's been so nice being in the city. It's been so nice having Eric (laughs) in the city. Oh my God. Um, I like how many, in, in 36 hours, how many different ethnicities of food have I burned through? (laughs) We have eaten a lot in a short period of time. Yeah. And it's been delightful. We just finished a really big Indian meal. Mm. Yeah, I'm drinking coffee now, too, because let's be honest, that big Indian meal, I like my energy level is, like, not where it should be. Yeah, I'm drinking iced tea. I'll try to keep the... Well, no, my ice all melted while I was at dinner. I was going to say, I'll try to keep the ice clacking to a minimum, but it should be fine. Yeah, I I don't think we're particularly known for our sound quality. Oh, I think we are. Our (laughs) crappy sound quality. (laughs) That is fair. (laughs) So, um, so again, it's it's been a while um, since we recorded, certainly, and it hasn't been very often that we've been together. And, of course, one thing that we frequently do when we're together, of course, is... Eat! Well, there's that. Oh, and thrift. thrift. Yeah. So much thrifting today. Um, how many places did we hit? Five? That sounds so right. five, three... Three on the south side. Two on two, the north. Two on the north, Yep. And we could have gone to more places. I mean, there were definitely other mm-hmm. options. We just got kind of tired out. Mm-hmm. And it was it was diminishing returns. Right. Quite honestly, as the day went on. The problem that I feel like I'm running into is that for about, really, really for the last three months, my thrifting luck has been amazing. He's been a little braggy about it, too, quite I- honestly. Well, I'm willing to share it. Anybody who's with me, there's luck. It's true. Um, I don't. I don't know what. Uh, maybe the animal sacrifices finally worked. The goats finally. All the fire appeased the thrifting gods. There um, has just been amazing thrifting. Like the stuff I found has been amazing. So I, I guess you're welcome for kind of going with you today and sharing that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I, mine hasn't been terrible, but yeah. I don't know that I would say amazing. I, I feel like there, uh, again, probably about two or three months ago, there was just a shift. And I'm, mm-hmm. all those things that we talk about not finding, yeah, it happens. Um, the things that I, I, I think, oh, it would be nice to see blank today. Well, it shows up. I'll, I'll talk about that more later, but just kind of keeping the focus on just today. Um, what did you get? Obviously, I was with you, so I have a pretty clear sense. <laughs> yeah. What did you get? What would you say is your find of the day? I was thinking about that. My find of the day, because I'm trying to stay away from my standards, and I did get one thing that was a standard. Um, I got a canning jar that says, good luck. And at the bottom it says Atlas, and it has a big clover on it. And embarrassingly, I did not connect the Atlas on it to the company Hazel Atlas. It's well known for making a lot of different kinds of glass products. Um, I just feel silly. It didn't even occur to me. But it's just a really neat canning jar, and it's just very cool. And so I looked it up, and, 
you know, you can sell it for some money. I just like the jar. Um, but I, that was a cool find. It was $1.20, so it was a really good deal. Um, good shape. Yeah. That's my find of the day. Yeah, I like um, when the mason jars have the glass lid. Yes. Um, in the, the clamps. Yes. In addition to... Um, for, from a canning standpoint, that seems a little risky. Oh, sure. I, I don't actually can. Yeah. I want to be clear about that. So, um, but the those kinds of jars look so good. They're so visually yeah. interesting that, yeah, I love those. Um, what? So that's your find of the day. You want to talk about some other stuff you found today? Sure. Um, I got a number of books at different places. Most, uh, only one was like an old book. Most were books that I wanted to read or one was a reference book. Um, so that was good. I do have too many books to read though. So I, I need to dial that back a little bit, but I was pretty restrained. Um, I got a piece of fabric, which I didn't need, but was really cool. Ericle yeah. vouch. I, I, it was cool. I love it. I think it's great. You want um, to describe it? Black background, really bright pink and yellow and orange definitely kind of a 60s into the 70s vibe well literally neon i think yeah i think it would glow in black light yeah neon flowers but the black background keeps it classy (laughs) real classy so i just really liked that it is enough to make a skirt i feel like every fabric i find is enough to make a skirt do i ever make a skirt no well not yet yeah, let's put it that way. Perhaps a day will come. I got a really cute, like, glass pitcher for the fridge that I'm going to use for water. I got a little tiny chick. Maybe it was an egg holder, but I'm going to use it as a planter for a succulent. I got some other stuff that I'm having a hard time thinking of right now. We got a lot of stuff. We did. Which doesn't... And spread out over five stores over more than half a day. I'm just having a little bit of a hard time. Um, Also, I I feel like stores have no packing material now. I mean, nobody reads a paper anymore. So, like, they have less and less packing material because they won't spend money on it. So, every store you're like, you have to pay for bags in Chicago. And I, we took Eric's car, so I didn't have disposable, my reusable bags. But it just felt like every store, we were just like gathering up our stuff in our arms or my purse and those cheapo seven cent bags and like hustling it out to the car, which for some reason makes it harder for me to remember. I mm-hmm. don't know why, but it does. What I what I was keeping in mind as we're trying to get from inside to outside, because the bags are so flimsy and it's a mix of like so you get a bag it's a good size but it's going to be a mix of books and china and (laughs) highly breakable things right so there's the fragility of what's in the bag that's what i'm focused on yeah um as we're doing that that sprint where you're kind of doing that try not to bounce too much so it's like the shuffling yeah um so yeah that was really awkward i I don't know why that would make it harder to remember. I don't know either. But I I just feel like also because I was just like tucking things in the back of your car in mm -hmm. random places. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I feel like I I didn't do like a good 
kind of packing and then laying it all out. So I just, I feel like I'm not remembering very well. But I do have every expectation that when I get home and start unpacking the stuff I bought, I'm going to be like, I don't remember. Oh, this is Kathleen's. <laughs> there might be. This is Kathleen's. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, you've got to come to. Yeah, I do. What about your find of the day? Um, my find of the day is uh, something that's a testament to my freakishly good thrifting luck lately. Um, is Was a pink daisy pattern Pyrex casserole dish, which has been vanishingly rare. And often, if that kind of Pyrex ends up in thrift stores, it's going to end up behind the special shelf, and they're going to probably wildly overprice it. Yeah. Um, this was less than two bucks, I think. I think it was a buck seventy. Um, it, it's just such a testament to my good luck. Um, I, did I need it? No. Could I pass it up? Absolutely not. So now I, so I have this piece of pink Pyrex I've got to figure out what to do with. Um, but yeah, just, just because of how rare that is and how lucky that is, that's my find of the day. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, again, the first thrift store I went to, I felt like my book luck was really good. There is... They had great books, they had too. such good books. So many and yeah. so good. They had... Uh, you know, Time Life series, I, which I, like the completest in me, whenever I see a Time Life set of books, I kind of freak out a little bit. Um, in addition to um, the Mystical World series from the 80s, <laughs> which I'll pick up when I see those, um, Kathleen, your mom has that, your mom, who's a like a brilliant cook and like great at all things kitchen, there's that Time Life set of kind of cookbooks or informational books, and they had what looked to be nearly a whole set. Mm-hmm. Close, yeah. Yeah. So um, just because she references those so much, I've kind of had my eye out for them. Did I expect to see the entire set in one place? No. Um, somehow I was able to contain myself, not get the entire set. I did buy four. And I think that was a good choice. The entire set gets a little ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's my mom loves this series of books because they're very detailed. There's photos. It's not just a cookbook, but it's also how like there's a book on uh, poultry. Mm -hmm. And so it's how to cut poultry and how you cook it. And, you know, it's not just like this is how you make chicken tetrazzini. It's more Mm -hmm. the basics of preparing something. Um, but it goes into great detail and it's really helpful, but there's also a book that's like, what is it like pate terrines and something. I mean, it goes like, so there's cookies. There's also a book on cakes. There's, they really kind of started padding it out. I think. Yeah. Like do, do I need a whole book about kind of the theory that undergirds pudding? There's an entire book on lamb, which maybe you cook a lot of lamb, but the average cook, I I know I don't. That's not, that's not something I'm going to, the average cook doesn't need that. My mom had most of them, but said something about like, she never got the last few. So I made it my mission to track down Mm -hmm. the last few for her. So she now has all of them. Whether she ever uses all of them. I don't know. Clearly somebody who loved Kurt Vonnegut. Um, yeah, I, I love Kurt Vonnegut. He, uh, 
or she offloaded a bunch of Kurt Vonnegut books. And so I was able to sort of fill in holes kind Mm -hmm. of in my own collection. They were paperback and normally like if I can find hardback, I prefer those. But these aren't books that you see all the time. And they were nice trade paperbacks. They were in good shape. Yeah. Yeah, good edition. And so, so yeah, I mean, I felt fine with that. There was a very old copy of Tom Sawyer I picked up. Yeah. Um, so there was that. There was a very old edition of Battleship with all the pieces. Yeah, it, that was shocking. The game. Battleship. It's yeah, not a, a book. <laughs> well, not, not a book and not that really terrible movie that came out about three, four years ago. Um, oh, that was bleak. The games at this store are, if they if they look at all vintage, are usually grossly overpriced. They wrap them in plastic, which I actually kind of appreciate, mm-hmm. so everything doesn't fall apart. But it also means that you can't really get in them, unless you want to rip the plastic open, to see if everything's there. Yeah. This game was just rubber banded together, also smart, and Eric was able to open it up and see that it had extra pieces. Yeah. It wasn't missing anything. It had extra pieces and a little plastic Chinese checkers game yeah. stuck inside. Ex- extra bonus. Weird. Um, and it was less than two bucks. Yeah, and that the graphics on that box are mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah. That was so, really cool. So there was that. Um, I got a small, maybe 1950s, 60s figurine of someone selling a pig. There's like a sack of money and a pig. I suggested that. I, it was half off. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just, again, it's just uh, really good stuff. The um, That guy with the pig was really essential. I, you know, I, wouldn't, was, I yeah. wouldn't say essential, but half off. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, I mean, if you think about all the stuff you get at a dollar store, you know, once you... Something's affordable anyway, and it's half off. Like it's kind of in that dollar zone. Yeah. But I found depression glass today. I got a pitcher. Yes. I got a cake stand that I think might be uranium glass, but mm-hmm. I'm not a person who carries the black light around, which would be great for uranium glass and that fabric you bought. Yeah. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. You might have to invest in one of those. Yeah. I just I can't imagine like having a whole kit that you would bring in. <laughs> like it's enough. To have a phone. Because, yeah. you know, you can look things up and kind of get a sense of mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to get more educated about depression glass. Like, I'm trying to learn the companies. I'm trying to be able to recognize the patterns. You know, the, the dirty secret of depression glass that no one talks about, it all looks so the same. Oh, my God, yeah. It's this ornate, frilly... There's tassels in flowers. There's like two patterns I can identify easily. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. The rest, no. There's a pattern called Manhattan, and I can't even name the company. Oh, yeah, that's the really deco-y one. Yeah, the deco-y one. And because I like that so much, Mm -hmm. and because I'll spot it really easily, it's just, it's very um, distinct. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking of Candlewick, and it has these like little dots mm-hmm. um and there's another one that i can't think of right now but i know that one yeah anyway um so th- that's today mm-hmm. how, how has thrifting been for you um before we get to the magnificence that i've experienced let's <laughs> let's talk about the goodness that you've experienced thrifting since since mid-may when we <laughs> last recorded has been good i 
I've sort of been up and down with going. Um, I, I'll get in a little spurt where I will go a few times in a week. And then I'll be like, oh, I don't need anything. And I still have stuff that I thrifted sitting in a bag in my car. I need to not go for a while. And then I'll go back and I'll do it. So it's been it's been sporadic. Um, when I visited my mom back in July, I did a good amount of thrifting bought some good stuff. I would say I haven't been as lucky or skilled or talented as you, but have found a number of good things. I don't think it has anything to do with talent. I think it has to do (laughs) with luck. Thank you though. Yeah. Well, I think there's a certain amount of skill involved in seeing things and spotting things or just paying attention or whatever it is. Um, And I always feel like you've historically been, better at that especially when it comes to textiles which we talked about today yeah well the store we were in has a really large textile section and i don't know if this is most thrift stores around the country but they're sort of like double hung so there's a high bar and then there's a lower bar and there's just i mean once they cram and they cram stuff in together at the store once everything's packed in so tightly it's really visually overstimulating. Um, and you can't, there's not enough space in between no. where you can, you know, push it and then like, you know, put your hand through. Like it's, it's like it ends up being a solid wall of fabric. Yeah. And there's no organization. It's just linens. So it's bath towels and doilies and things that really aren't linens, but somebody thought they were, and blankets. And bath mats. And fabric. Yeah. And, yeah, it's such a mess. It's not like you can go to one space and look for a thing. You just have to really commit to the whole thing. Um, And I I think I'm more patient looking through it also than you are. That's really true. Um, And, again, I think that's where a place where you have a lot more talent at spotting the good stuff that I do, I can absolutely look all the way through linens and then you'll sort of come through after me and say like, Hey, are you interested in either of these tablecloths? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, there were two that I missed. Um, so yeah, I just, it's weird. I don't have the eye. I don't have the attention span. Um, and I do kind of get overstimulated, but what's weird, there are plenty of other places where that doesn't happen. There's just something about mm-hmm. textiles in particular. Hmm. Um, and interestingly enough, all this great luck that I'm talking about, textiles is virtually no part of it. Um, one thing that I consistently look for everywhere I go is wool blankets, especially like mm-hmm. wool camp blankets. And of course, that's going to be uh, what is it, a white rhino. Is that what they call it? A white whale? Whale, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, really had to think about you know, that. I know, well, yeah. um, especially over the last three months that, that, that's something that I've really been actively, actively looking for. And I'll find quilts every once in a while. Often they're quilts that I'm not really interested in, whatever the case is, but, um, I, I do not ever, ever find those. So I haven't mm-hmm. had that good luck with textiles. You do pretty well looking air quotes when mm-hmm. we're at the dig and save and you just have to dig mm-hmm. like you're, you're good and tenacious there as far as it goes. Well, yeah. Well, my strategy there too 
is that even if the bin next to me is overstuffed, I pull everything yes. out of one bin yes. onto the other and then I move along. So there's mm-hmm. like this domino effect mm-hmm. of like I'm almost emptying, emptying a yeah. bin then going to the next. That's really the only way to do it. Yeah. Well, the bins are so full. Yeah. So I think if there's anything we've learned, what I need to do is take things off hangers, just throw them on the floor. Yeah, that's a great that's a idea. terrible idea. Terrible idea. Just throw them behind yeah. you. Yeah. I yeah, that I, I honestly do think that's what it would take for me to actually take in everything right. that I'm seeing and be it, able to evaluate. If if the store was not three stories and you were working with a cart, you could actually just take off, you know, five inches of stuff, mm-hmm. put it in a cart, and yep. just give yourself room to move. But there are no carts because Well there there have been times where I've been really actively looking for t-shirts because mm-hmm. you know thrifts are a great place to find t-shirts yeah. like you can find weird quirky things um I, I have t-shirts for several fraternities perhaps sororities I don't know <laughs> um that I, I always wonder if I wore those in public if I would really disappoint somebody <laughs> Hey, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody would try to secret handshake me, and I would get really confused. Um, I, I think a big part of um, the, the luck that I'm having is that really about two to three months ago, um, with, um, with Patrick, the two of us started talking about... Um, possibly having a retail space or those kinds of things. And so um, as we've described before, I was definitely in this mode where I had the lid off. So I'm looking around for just things that are really good, interesting, and I'm um, actively, I'm looking for everything. Yeah. You're not just looking for things for your house Mm -hmm. or you're, Mm -hmm. you've, you're casting a wider net. Mm -hmm. And I'll tend to check every part of every store. Mm-hmm. So normally knowing how not good at linens I was, like I said, this thing with camp blankets, I have been going through, still haven't found anything really, but at least I'm looking and normally I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Looking at furniture, which has mm-hmm. been something that normally I would never do. Um, and again, I think we talked on like one of the more recent podcasts, there was this, the furniture flipping teacher. Yes. And so ever since I've watched that YouTube channel, all of a sudden it feels more possible that if there's a piece of furniture that is imperfect in some way, um, that I I would somehow be able to do something with it. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that also has to do with it. Yeah. I found a lot of furniture. That you bought? Um, or that you've seen and thought about buying? Both. Mm-hmm. Both. Um, there was a um, stuff that I bought. Obviously, this doesn't count for thrifting, but part of this is that, like I decided I wanted to try estate sales. Mm-hmm. Normally, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, granted it was probably about nine years ago, but the <laughs> problem I have with estate sales is that I think that they are creepy Mm -hmm. and not um it's that like you're in someone's house Mm -hmm. and you are looking through their things in their space Mm -hmm. and 
so there's this, it feels like if you're not interested or you think prices are too high, if you think they are exorbitantly too high, which by the way, they often are at estate sales, mm-hmm. um, you, like, you don't want to offend people. It's kind of like garage sales. You know what I mean? The the thing about offending people is estate sales are held by professionals. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's somebody's job to run the estate sale and get as much money as possible mm-hmm. for the estate. So, I mean, you'd be offending a professional who's overpricing everything. Yeah. Well, and the thing, it's not, not... you're offending Mary, who lived in the house. Right, it's it's not that, um, I, I don't have a great poker face. Yeah. You know, it's not that I'm going to be a big jerk and run in and be like, yeah. these prizes are disgusting. What usually happens, again, no poker face, I will get visibly excited about something I'm looking at, uh-huh. and then visibly crestfallen when I see the price uh-huh. on it, you know. Um, and, and again, it's a, a little bit of it is like you're rifling through somebody's stuff Mm -hmm. you know so um i yeah there's just there's something about a state sale so but i decided i was going to give it a try did the strategy of we're going at the last possible minute yeah because um then everything's half off sure enough that's what happened they had a little red table that they wanted Mm -hmm. um 60 bucks for which i again i think that's very very high Mm -hmm. for half off 30 still felt a little bit too Mm -hmm. high for me but I love this table. It's got um, kind of a red linoleum top with mm-hmm. a metal around the middle, uh, a wooden base. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just cute as anything. So um, I ended up getting that table at the estate sale. Were you able to get it for less than 30 or 30 No, I didn't do any kind of wheeling and dealing. I wonder about that because... Um... I work a couple days a week in an antique shop, which I think I've talked about before. Um, And one of the things, I I mean, our owner gets called out to estate sales. There are people who go clean out estate sales to buy the stuff that's left after half price or 75% off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she doesn't pay the half off or the Mm -hmm. 75% off. Yeah. She goes through and takes what she wants and then makes an offer. Yep. Um, that's also where like all our bags and supplies and our Windex and like all that stuff comes from, yeah. comes from estate sales. Wow. Yeah. You'll open something and you'll be like, what's this? Oh yeah. It came from an estate sale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had rubber gloves. We had masks. We had oh. all kinds of stuff before the pandemic because. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, eventually we ran out and yeah. she had to order stuff, but. Yeah, just because she would pick stuff up that seemed useful. Yeah, and again, that just speaks to there's this whole sort of secret retail world out mm-hmm. there. And, you know, if as you know, we're having these very preliminary conversations about opening a retail space or um, even doing online sales, there's so much to it. And there's just this kind of whole culture mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah. Well, if you go into a thrift store, you see that there's a whole culture out there because you see all the people who are shopping to sell. And those are the people I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I thrift and that's <laughs> the, I don't do estate sales regularly. I do garage sales way more regularly than I do estate sales, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, 
I'm not a person who gets the paper and yeah. writes down all the addresses and plans and it's around. out there first thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that garage sale person. So I know when somebody's there to um, who's a dealer, mm-hmm. I, I will spot them because I know them in that context. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's it's weirder to think like oh after I leave an estate sale there's another kind of set of people who mm-hmm. swoop in and get the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. That just seems so foreign to me. Well, and then after that, there's giving it to Goodwill mm-hmm. or, a th- you know, another mm-hmm. thrift store. Or, I mean, when you think about the different levels that all the stuff is going through. Yeah. And then somebody is going <laughs> to Goodwill and buying it and reselling it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's really amazing. Yeah. How many people are sort of profiting off of. Well, and how many times have you been in a thrift store and this happened today? Yep. How many times have you been in a thrift store where you see something that has a price on it mm-hmm. from somewhere else? Yeah. Whether it was an antique store, whether it was. Um, yeah. I'm going to say what we saw today was yeah. an antique store. It was a plastic vintage clock. That definitely did not wind up clock. That definitely did not work anymore. It had a $25 price tag on it from its antique store life. Now it was three something and was half off of that three something. Yeah. So the thrift store couldn't get rid of it yeah. at thrift store prices. At And then at half price. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how close it was to being dumped after that. Yeah. But it might have been on its way out of there. Yeah. Um, which means it's just going to be garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so again, ha- having that mentality of like, oh, well, I'm picking up things. And the nature of retail, like, I'm not, I'm not in this kind of, I'm not interested in engaging in a kind of, we were talking about this earlier today, I'm not interested in engaging in a collector's market. Mm-hmm. I don't want to find things at a very low price that have a very high value for the sake of kind of turning them around what I'd like to do is set up a retail situation and like came up with my mission statement months ago that it would be about providing household items that have history and that have character that have soul at a reasonable price. I love that mission statement. Thank you. I think it's so good. Yeah. Cause I, and honestly it comes from thrifting. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it's about. Like I don't, um, you know, like I, I could go to Crate and Barrel or Ikea mm-hmm. or wherever and get a set of glasses mm-hmm. and that's going to be great. And in some cases that's better because they come in decent sizes. They're, you know what I mean? You they can, match. Yeah, they <laughs> match. You can get a whole set. Yeah. But, um, matching isn't very important to me, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I like, I like being surrounded by interesting things. Yeah, have um, some quirk or some kind of history. Um, this is why I will buy like paintings of people I don't know. You know, <laughs> um, did I, I think I told you about Aunt Clara? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's this painting of a woman. Um, it looks like maybe it was done in the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, a very uh, an older lady with a, a slight build wearing a sensible pantsuit <laughs> sitting on a chaise lounge with like a Yorkshire terrier next to her 
and it's signed uh, to Aunt Clara, Love Arlene. And that is is now mm-hmm. kind of hanging in the basement. Not kind of. It's <laughs> it's very hanging in the basement. Um, so yeah, we've adopted Aunt Clara. And again, it, I just that having that kind of character and that yeah. kind of history and just you know it sparks the imagination. Like who who was Clara? She loved Yorkies. I think we who can... was Arlene? Yeah, good point. <laughs> who was Arlene? That's what I want to know mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah, well, we were, we were kind of joking today earlier about buying clothes from a particular store just because easy, affordable, but then you run into the, the risk of like, everybody has your shirt. The Ikea problem. Yeah. Like I have that couch Yeah, too. And then Eric said, it's the Ikea problem. And if you thrift your stuff or go to garage sales mm-hmm. or yep. estate sales or however you do it, you run into less of the Ikea problem. Yeah. Um, and Ikea is great for some things. Well, I, I love you Ikea. You do love Ikea, yeah. Um, I love that it is um, great utilitarian furniture at a really low price and that they are very, as companies go, they're pretty socially conscious. You know, they are, um, in terms of um, taking care of their employees, more or less, their um, environmental impact. So as companies go, they're they're pretty ethical Um and so, sometimes you just need a Billy bookcase. You need the basic bookcase. Um, while you're w- ho- possibly waiting to find that, like, mm-hmm. metal lawyer's bookcase in turquoise or whatever. <laughs> we can have dreams. Yeah, that, that's a, wow, that's a big dream. Yeah, it's very it's specific. It's a big ask. Yeah. Well, I, with my luck, I'm just putting things out in the universe to see what That's, happens. You'll probably find it on the yeah. roadside yeah. on the way home. I feel like I practically <laughs> wrote the secret, right? Um, God. I did today after we thrifted. I came home and I went to walk my dog. And I walked back in with my dog holding this little tiny... It's actually a bench to a child's table. But I'm like, oh, this makes such like a great little step stool, little tiny table. I'm like, I just dumpster dived while I was walking my dog. And I'm thinking... You can find stuff everywhere. We just thrifted all day. Day. Like how... As I'm sitting on the couch reading People magazine or whatever. As I was outside for 15 minutes at the most. In fairness, like you dumpster diving, you found the single greatest lamp in the history of the planet. I love that lamp. Yeah. And I'm saying dumpster dive. I mean, it was next to the dumpsters. I didn't have to actually go in. I don't think anybody's thinking that you're literally like hiking yourself yeah. up into the dumpster. And I can't. I could not get <laughs> over a dumpster. I could get in, but I think out would be the problem. Yeah. No. It's a big, it's a big condo building. They have lots of mm. stuff next to the dumpster. Yeah. I really hope nobody can hear my dog right now. <laughs> My dog has decided it's time to do some personal grooming, um, and I'm just going to leave it at that. But it's closer to the computer than I would like. Now okay, she's now. just resting, so she's done. I'm so sorry. That wore out. It was very distracting to me. Yeah, I, I wonder, you know, we just used the computer's internal mic and every once in a while Carl will drive by and they'll have the music on and I'm like, oh my God, are we going to get busted for copyright infringement? <laughs> and we turned off the fan so you wouldn't hear the whir of the fan, but now, 
now there's that. It, it's really difficult too because Eric has this this gray new setup that we want to record with, and then I'm not there, so we're using our old terrible setup, and you're hearing our usual bad sound quality. So I'm about ten minutes away from actually buying mics. Yeah, which is going to be mind blowing. Yeah, so I, no promises. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um. The um, so the the store back to the store. Yeah, like now I, that I totally took us off track. I so. don't. There's not really a track to get off. You're of. right. You're right. But um, I, I, so there's been all this preparation, and yeah. we have all this stuff. You know, some of it for the house. We, ha- but w- with all the the kind of good luck and stuff, we have so many more pictures. We have so much more stuff to go on the walls than we have walls. <laughs> um, and that is in in the in the master bedroom right now, we mm-hmm. just have a, a stack of yeah. um really great stuff that I that needs to get mm-hmm. hung up, but so we'll I, I mean some people are good about rotating things in and out mm-hmm. art wise. I've never been that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've wholesale changed a room. Yeah. Like when Eric and I lived together, we had a, a di- a living room that was all paint by numbers. Yeah. And at a certain point it became overwhelming because they were crooked. They were they, it just, it was too much. Yeah. And we took them all down and, um, I mean, it was li- literally every blank space mm-hmm. on the wall, and that apartment probably had what nine foot, ten foot ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And so all the way up to the ceiling, and it was just every paint by number. And the thing that was tricky about it, we just put things where you know, there's a blank where space. they fit. Yeah, yeah. And so you would be like, there would be like a ballerina behind you, but you knew the other ballerina was just. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, so sets were broken up. There'd be a puppy next to Jesus, next yeah. to yeah. a terrible landscape. Um, so, I mean, I've done things like that where you have something and it goes away, as opposed to this painting sits here. And after about six months, I swap it out and put a different painting up. I don't get rid of painting number one, but painting number two has a shot for a while. Yeah. I mean, you could do some of that, which does kind of freshen the environment well not only would oh siren not only sorry about that not only would it freshen the environment you get desensitized to the things yeah that are on the wall so that the thought of actually um enjoying all the art that you have and being able to switch it out the problem the problem is the, the stuff that i'm putting on the walls not high art right like yeah. it, it is like i i've got um, especially downstairs in the area where my office is, there's a lot of paint by numbers. I um, love and will very frequently thrift bad renderings of woodland creatures. That's a there's a um, hanging by the TV now. There's a chipmunk mm-hmm. that I think you thrifted. I think I did. Yeah, yeah and and gifted to us. So that's hanging by the TV. Um, I tr- in in the living room, I tried to do this thing where it was like vintage, like 1920s landscapes. And then there's this like bad 30s cultural appropriation of Native American stuff. There's like some of that going on, um, which 
I just, I love irony, whatever. So I, again, my, because of that love of irony, my, it's not high art. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, a, a lot of the art I have is not going to edify anyone. No, but you enjoy it. I enjoy it. Sure. And it makes you happy. Hopefully. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's campy. It's campy. Yeah. I mean, above your head is a $2 and 50 cent painting from mm-hmm. the Habitat Restore. But the thing is that I, I would suggest that mm-hmm. that's actually a fine art painting. It is a really amazing painting. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. Yeah. Um, I Sometimes I, I question our decision to use a completely audio medium <laughs> for what we talk about. I'm looking at this amazing painting right uh-huh. now. Welcome You're to, not. <laughs> welcome to the greatest lamp in the world. You'll just have to trust us. <laughs> this this reminds me, since since we're just all over the place... I cannot post on Facebook, Thriftycast. Are you serious? Serious. I don't use the Facebook app because mm-hmm. I just don't want that in my life. Yeah. So I've never had a problem until like the last couple months. A couple times I went to Thriftycast and thought I was posting on it. I mean, I know I was on Thriftycast. Mm-hmm. It posted to my personal page. Wow. Yeah. And I, I did a test the other day. Nope. Post to my page. Did you do that thing where, you know, you can choose, like, posting as, there's that thing? Yeah. It's really weird. I I just say that because I was thinking, like, oh, we can post some pictures of. No, I can't. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if I have to suck it up and use the app or what. And the problem is, you know, Facebook hasn't been a great medium. It's it's like, it's really difficult to actually initiate a conversation. The the pages that actually seem that I enjoy that seem to do the best mm-hmm. are like oh weird weird thrifted things like those kinds of pages. secondhand finds or whatever is very entertaining. But yeah, uh, and great. You know, yeah. and that's that would be the ideal that like I found this at a thrift store. It may be weird. It may be mm-hmm. um, can't be kitschy. It may be incredible. It may be the this is worth ten thousand dollars and I got it for a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the case is. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, Facebook just hasn't been, like, a great medium for kind of initiating communication mm-hmm. between people. Um, and we have a lot of regu- regular posters, which is great. Thank Lois, you. looking at you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, maybe you can help us with some canning advice with these jars, but whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, um, you know, it, it is really hard to, to actually get... Uh, Kind of a flow going. Yeah, it's also really hard to see when people post things. Yeah, uh, and maybe the, again, maybe that's the fact that I don't use the app. It just doesn't. Yeah, like you have to dig for that. Yeah. Recently, I was looking at something and I was like, "Oh my god, there's a message!" Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, there... it's just not. And we don't mean to be rude. I mean, again, since we're all over the place, if anybody does send us a message, it's so not intended to be. Like we like you and we're glad that you send us a message but we love talking about thrifting. Yeah. we loved hear, hearing about um other people's thrifting experiences yeah, it's just and, not the easiest thing to uh yeah. to communicate through there, there was definitely one time where i went in i was like oh i didn't know we could get messages yes, i know and then there, there were some yeah that happened on instagram too on our instagram mm-hmm. account yeah it's awkward where, well and i've gotten a little bit better about that but Instagram, anyway. But mm-hmm. Facebook is still... Yeah. 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 I wonder if that has to do with just being middle-aged. Maybe. Maybe it's because we're too old. Yeah. 
So, um, I don't know, somewhere out there, there's somebody who's 70 who's like, no. No, <laughs> no it's just no, you. it's you. <laughs> it's you. I run 10 Facebook pages. Right. You, you brought this on yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so obviously we have uh, a lot of photos to post. Um, I, I probably your, our finds, um, mine are still in the car. I'll get those as soon as I get back to, um, uh, South Central Wisconsin. Um, I think you should really post a picture of the lamp, especially the base of the lamp, which is not G-rated. No, I feel like I posted a picture of the lamp at one time, but yeah, I will do that again. Yeah. And the little bench you got, because you're right, it's absolutely adorable. I Isn't not, it cute? I would not have passed that up. Plants on that? Perfect. I know. Perfection. Free. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking at some point, too, just so people get a sense of what these thrift days are like, in some ways to do a full haul, even a video or, mm-hmm. um, like, a photo essay or mm-hmm. something about what a haul looks like, because... Um, I suspect that with there being so many different ways to thrift, I'm guessing a lot of you out there have very different experiences of thrifting halls. Like maybe you go to one thrift store in a day, but maybe you do it three to five times a week and maybe Mm -hmm. you have better luck that way, or maybe you return to the same thrift store. And so um, maybe it's a few items at a time. Again, we tend to, it has a bingey quality. Yeah. The way, the way that we thrift, and I don't think everybody does it that way. So No, that's true. And we've all always thrifted that way, really, because it used to be Saturdays. Yeah. It was like we work Monday through Friday, let's go thrifting on a Saturday. And every once in a while, we'd stop maybe after work somewhere. But it that's how it really began. Yeah. And it's if, like, there was a while where... I was working in one place, but then yeah. there was another office and I would travel between them and there was a thrift store right in the center. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got 10 minutes to yeah. call. I'm just going to pop in there. You know, that kind of stuff happened. But no, and I think we've talked about it before, but kind of the way that it happened was like we went to one thrift store, which was part of a chain called Unique, which isn't around to the same extent it used to and it's changed. Part of Savers. Yeah. But we don't really have many. Some of the savers here are closed. Yeah, it's confusing. That we're here. Yeah, it is confusing. Um, but it, so it was that chain when it was still independently owned, but they had a bunch of them. And, you know, they would just throw a flyer in the bag, like, try our other locations. Mm-hmm. And one day we were like, okay. Yeah, we want to go more. It's it's Saturday. It's like we got up early. Why not? Yeah. And so we ended up with this round. And, like, since then... You know, I, I don't know that we've ever recorded thrifty cast without having been to at least four thrift stores that day. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that would be diminishingly rare. All right. Well, we were just really long-winded. Yeah. But it's been a while. Yeah, it has. Fair enough. And Eric just had a lot of coffee. I had so much coffee. I, I wonder if that comes through. I don't know. We'll see. We will. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we do love to see your finds. So, but yeah, please, in spite of the frustration of Facebook, we're doing our best to, to find those posts and messages. So, um, yeah, please feel free to um, um, post your finds on the um, Facebook page. Um, we're also on Instagram at I Love Thrifting, I L U V Thrifting, um, which I should probably mention that account is stuff that 
I only take pictures of stuff that I wouldn't buy, mm-hmm. but I want to remember. So it tends to be like the weirder or campier or mm-hmm. somehow amazing or strange. Yeah. Like it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, okay. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yep. Take care. Yeah. Keep thrifting. <laughs>